0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah,
1: yeah. From the Anajar it. and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3.
2: Oh, big stuff here. Barry Jackson, Miami Herald, tweeting the following. Raheem Moster, Chris Brooks are the Dolphins' only healthy running backs, plus fullback Alec Ingold. Ahmed and uh, how do I pronounce his name? Devon A-Chain. A-Chain have been working on the side, and now Jeff Wilson's out at least four weeks. Gaskin signed with the Vikings after the Finns cut him. The Dolphins have two. Cut him two. Two. Two healthy running backs. <sighs> I feel like we need it, Stone. We need, we need uh, to Oppenheimer this.
3: Two backs than a uh, questionable offensive line. Hey, here we go.
2: At least they extended Alec Ingold today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Gonna
3: Congratulations. Need them.
0: They're going to
2: need him. They did that because they're going to need him. Fan gonna favorite. Take the majority of the snaps.
0: Go buy his jersey now.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, he's the smartest man we know. He's a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. He knows all and then some. He is our good friend, Steve Poliziner. Time now for Ask Steve's.
1: Steve Pollitt Sr. is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've
2: got mail. We've been talking about the teams in sports at the moment that make you the most angry. Mike messages My golden state hate is real. Andrew says the Portland Trailblazers, hashtag free dame. Preach. James, the Jets and their lame hype with Aaron uh, overrated Rodgers. Uh, the Hurricanes and their yearly were back crap. And the Gators in there make every excuse on earth for Mertz crap. There's a lot of those there. I am. Uh, Steve says Duke. Brendan says the Chicago White Sox who their latest calamity, a uh, woman hiding a gun in her fat roll and shot herself in uh, in the stadium. Jeanette, that's Ken's burner. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Ken, Brendan, have we ever seen people in the same place? And Stacy says, my 76ers, oh, so frustrating. Steve, who is the team that at the moment makes you most angry in the current landscape of sports?
4: It's funny because I'm not even a fan of the team, but you said, you, you said it, somebody said it, it's... Um I it's the Canes. Like the, the, the way I'm just going back to last year. They started off good, then they fell apart, and then Cristobal blamed the year before's team mm-hmm. on why they fell apart mm-hmm. from last year. Um, I think they are so done. In yesterday's news, um, I know they have no advantage. They do not have the home field advantage anymore. They don't have the recruiting advantage anymore. They're mired in debt on coaches they've fired. Uh, it's like they're just just—they're not a thing anymore, and it's sad because they were when I first, you know, 20-plus 20, 20 years ago. Um, it was like the heyday, you know, being – or at the back end of the heyday to be able to be uh, around and even cover some of those championship teams. I, they – like, they're not a thing. They're not real. They're terrible in bowl games if they make bowl games. It's just annoying me. Like, the, the people I realize, they don't, they're not a thing anymore.
2: Uh, can we actually, Stone, do we have uh, Mario Cristobal getting a little spicy, a little sassy earlier this week? And I'm glad you mentioned that, Steve, because um, uh, during ACC kickoff, uh, it's not media days. The ACC will come after you. The ACC kickoff, I asked Mario Cristobal, hey, are you in a rebuild? Because I didn't hear that word until you lost to Middle Tennessee State last year. And, uh, and he was very, very, very tiptoey. Uh, around that question, but wanted people to believe, based on his words, I I think that, yeah, we're in a rebuild. Uh, but this was Mario Cristobal. He was asked earlier this week uh, if if the gist of the question, because you can't hear it great, is um, hey, the guys who were around for the Middle Tennessee State loss last year, are they doing a little bit more to inspire the younger guys this time around against Miami of Ohio? And keep in mind, Steve, this is the first game against a group of five since they got blasted at home by Middle Tennessee State last year. And here was Mario Cristobal's response.
1: So, so I imagine, returning players in the business, kind of inspiring youngsters
5: that point to you guys to, want to step up to this one i don't think that's relevant to our game this week but i respect your question
2: and that was it that was the mario cristobal response uh and so for me could the question have been asked better sure but is that question relevant to miami of ohio week one coming off of a non bowl season and you lost to a group of five at home by a million last time that you faced a group of five. I think that's very relevant, Steve.
4: I do too. And I think you've got to, I mean, if you're going to coach in big time, you have to be prepared for those answers and be able to like not poo-poo, you know, those answers. And uh, and, and then when you're asking people to like take accountability, and you need to take accountability. Yeah. So, Who knows? I mean, I know they're not predicted to be anything, you know, so special this year, Um, but that's where they belong now.
2: Uh, and by the way, your home your home for Miami Hurricanes football every Saturday is right here on yeah. ESPN oh, yeah. 1063. She's delicious. She's delicious. <laughs> Steve Pollinsr as Steve's here <laughs> on ESPN 1063. Ken Levick, alive. Jeanette Javier the a minute queen. Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Light. Steve, uh, we we need to uh, to pick your brain here. Guess who is newly 25 today? Today, 25 years old. Uh Stone? Yep, Stone Lebanowitz himself. Nice. 25 years old. He's already he's already rented a car. I mean, he wasted no time uh turning 25 and renting a car. What advice could you give someone who just turned the calendar to 25 years old? Ooh we told him, just for, just for context, Jeanette and I told him that hangovers, this is the point of your life where they start to get real, real rough. Like, you just start precipitously downfalling from a, a drinking recovery perspective.
0: Absolutely. So he needs to black out as much as possible.
4: Yeah, not, I'll leave that for Jeanette. Uh, I don't think I want to say that. But um, I will say stick to clear liquids in your, in your liquors, and you're going to bounce back a lot better.
3: That's just sound advice yeah, right it there. It really is. It it really truly is. That's a good is. one
0: because you got vodka, you got tequila, tequila right. gin, yeah. it's rum. You still got the whole docket there. Right? Right.
3: I appreciate yep. that. Let me write that down.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh Steve, did you see the Florida Gators documentary uh as I like to call yes, it uh I, the I, Urban Meyer I, rehab assignment?
4: Yes, i um, actually through 3 of the 4 episodes. Uh
2: what do you think of it? Cuz I think it sucks.
4: Uh well, I'm com I'm coming off watching the Tim Donaghy one, which was the single worst one I've seen. The NBA ref, seconded by the Mantiteo one, which I I actually think Mantiteo deserved almost what happened to him based on watching how how dumb he is. <laughs> I mean, he, it really yeah, was dumb. <laughs> so, I completely agree. Um,
2: that was dumb. That
4: was the pettiest thing I think I've I mean, ever heard you say, Steve. It same. was
2: pretty dumb. Yeah.
4: That was great. I'm still I'm still mad at him for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. For 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 his take on that documentary, um, the Gators one—it's like a little flat. It's like kind of making something sort out of nothing, it, and it's not addressing like the depth. I was, I, I'm only through three. I don't think Aaron. I don't think Aaron Hernandez is deeply addressed. You know the level. I know what? Yes, one guy's kicked off the team, and there was a tragic situation, but they don't go in. They do not go into the levels. You know uh, of it. I think the 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 levels of um, their workouts seem to be. A little intense, uh, but over it feels flat because he's flat. He's just flat in because he'll never really show you his real self.
2: No, he not at all, does. not at all. And uh, so, so I was thinking about it this week how to how to remedy this. What is the next great college football documentary that should be made? And I really think, well, kind of, yeah, I, I, no, I think that Jameis Winston's two years at Florida State—that now that's a documentary. I'm willing to watch.
4: Yeah, but, you know, who's going who's, who's gonna to tell the story? I don't who's know. Gonna, I can dream. Like, you need someone willing to actually tell the story. That's the problem with all of these. This is Manti Teo's rehab assignment. This is Tim Donaghy's rehab assignment. This is Urban Meyer I want attention to. I would
2: argue Manti mm-hmm. Teo probably should have left some stuff out. Because he came off as a blithering dope through a lot of that.
4: I mean, if we could just do that for a second, you tell me why at the end he says, Lene, I hope you and your family are well and we're cool. It should have been Lenay. You owe me an apology. And that's how it should have ended. Yep. With Lene apologizing yeah. to Manti Yeah. And maybe then even meeting in person. Like, what a lame ending that was. I'm still so... And even even his excuse, he should have just... Oh, he yeah. My wife said it. Who uh, couldn't be less... PR spinster of anyone in the world said, "Why didn't he just say?"
2: Do we lose Steve? Uh, PR, oh, sorry,
4: nope. I'm here. Spinster right. in the world said, "Said why wouldn't Manti Teo just say it was a spiritual relationship in my you know my religion, my culture? This is the way that we do things, and just like left it there instead of like never acknowledging why like, you've never seen your girlfriend, you weirdo. <laughs> um, but uh, go, but going over to." um going over to what I think it should be, it should be Alabama. Because Alabama goes all the way back to Bear Bryant. Even even Howard Schnellenberger yeah. gets a spot. He can get a spot on that. Joe Namath. Then you get into the ups and downs. Then you get into, then you get into um, Ray Perkins' era and another championship. And then you get into the David Shula era. Um, and then you get to Saban. And, how, and what Saban has done there, which I don't think anyone thought could be done again in college football. Over this period, you know, that he has done it, um, the evolution of offenses, the recruiting, the SEC, the remaking of his image. It's got to be Alabama, but it's got to be told from some people who aren't who are going to be scared that Saban isn't going to recommend it for the next job or hire them back on staff when they get fired from the NFL. So you, you need somebody that's going to be willing to actually tell that story.
2: Uh, Steve Politziner, one final question for him. It'll come from a fan. Steve Politziner, he is a maven of business, family, youth coaching, and everything here and there. He is our smartest man here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Steve, this is from uh, Brenda in Del Rey. She says, uh, Steve, always appreciate your insight. Looking for a family Halloween costume. We have a family of four. What are some good trends here in 2023? Yeah.
4: Weirdest dog
2: fan. We well, have Halloween questions year round. Yeah, well, uh, Halloween is a very important holiday to, to people uh, here. It's
4: uh, pumpkin spice not lattes. Even Labor are Day. Out.
0: Pumpkin spice lattes, lattes are out. Spooky season is here, yeah. Steve.
2: For the record, uh, it's Monday. Not even
0: Labor Day. You Monday know, is
2: Halloween decoration uh, day in my house. To oh. be honest.
0: Mm. You're late, Steve. That's what's so, that's what's showing up. Uh maybe I am. All right. So
4: what's the question? What's the what's a what's a, what's a co- good costume? a good costume
2: for a family of four this year? What's a good Ninja costume? Turtles. Ninja Those Turtles. Ninja good Turtles. Good, safe one. Always, always a safe one. <laughs> Have you
4: Ninja had your pumpkin Turtles. spice latte yet? Uh not yet and not ever. Not yet, <laughs>
2: and, not yet and not uh not <laughs> ever. Now, uh after trick or treating on Halloween, you know where you can go for a delicious meal? Great for the whole family? Duffy sports grill.
4: Oh uh, Duffies, Duffy's, whether it's Halloween, Labor Day, Week Zero, Week One, college football, NFL, fantasy drafts, Duffy's is your spot. And, you know, you get extra benefits when you have that Duffy MVP card. There are only 80 TVs at every Duffy's location, so you know you're going to be able to watch whatever you want, including any of those uh, documentaries. And maybe, maybe I'm a little hard on them. Uh, go find out and watch them yourself at Duffy's. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks
2: Girl. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, sir. <laughs> Happy birthday, Stone. Thank you, sir. Is it clear. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Steve Politzinger. Ask Steves. Uh, so Ninja Turtles and the judges would have accepted Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, this year, by the way, me, my family, uh, Powerpuff Girls. Oh, <gasps> Flex. Be, Who I'll, are you? The professor.
0: Oh, man. Can I go and go, go as Mojo Jojo?
2: Uh, the monkey is that the monkey? Yes, the mean <laughs> monkey
0: with the brain uh, out and the hell. I, I will crash it and dress up as Mojo Jojo. Uh,
2: so uh, so we would have accepted. The judges would have accepted that one uh, as well.
0: You think I'm joking, Vivi? I'll text you later. <laughs> uh, when we come back,
2: um, this one's applicable because it is. It's the opener for the Gators tonight. A good old-fashioned Florida. Well, not a Florida, but a Gator story when we return she's Jeanette Javier the minute Queen oh and by the way we're about 20 minutes away from pushing our propaganda with Tom Herman his debut segment FAU's head coach this college football season pushing our propaganda right here on Ken Levick Alive she's Janetta Javier the minute Queen I'm Ken Levick I'm live on ESPN 106.3
1: you got to pump it up don't you know pump it up You got to from the NHR and the Bean you know Studios in downtown West Palm, Palm Beach you are listening and to Ken LaVica live and on you ESPN it up.
0: 1063
2: Oh man that dolphins uh, running back room could use some laser therapy some Quell of they are full of aches and pains joint pain muscle pain you don't have to be a dolphins running back to get the latest treatment you deserve at Quellev. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quellev.com. Downtown West Palm, right off of Flagler. So easy to get to. That office is just relaxing. I, it, it almost feels like a spa. You walk in, and you immediately have the sense of calm that washes over you. The staff is amazing, and they just take care of you. I uh, I had uh, nagging knee pain went in for three sessions by the way each laser session about the time it takes you for you to go on your lunch hour so it's not blowing up your day three sessions i was back running everything was good because the 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 lasers this laser therapy i I think everybody gets this impression that oh this is this is uh this is like nasa this is uh how, how how does this work how is this possible um, no, it, it, it basically, it's just, it's speeding up It's expediting the body's natural healing processes It's saying, hey body, let's get going, come on And next thing you know, you're good to go It's really a, a, a fairly simple process And, oh lasers, that's way too expensive Uh-uh High school athletes, weekend warriors Pro athletes, yes, celebrities, they use it But it's for everybody It's Quellev, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. And it's not just for joint pain, muscle pain. It's for scalp rejuvenation. It's for troublesome fat areas. Help burn some of that off. Not to mention, it helps with anti-aging as well. This is great stuff. It's Quellev. It's not a miracle, it's science. Quellev, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quellev.com. To get your appointment now, Quellev, Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quellev.com, downtown West Palm, right off of Flagler. Hey, why don't we get to a Baptist Health Orthopedic Care injury important.
5: <laughs> oh, no. There's a man down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep uh that about sums it up right there the uh the Dolphins Jeff Wilson he's the one that really is concerning to me because I thought he was the Dolphins running back insurance policy and uh, he's been placed on IR he's out for at least the first four games he has not only an injury to his midsection, but some finger issues like that's that's all finger issues according to Mike McDaniel earlier today
0: what does that even mean
2: he has finger issues So uh, he probably took a helmet
3: uh, to hand. Yeah, you stub it. It gets caught in a face mask, right? Defensive lineman,
2: offensive lineman. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, So that's not good. And uh, that means that the Dolphins only have two, count them, two healthy running backs at this moment. And we are closing in on one week until the start of the Dolphins season. Good, 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 good stuff right there. Real cool. Real, real cool. That is the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium, a very depressing version. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leaning edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho. Janet, how excited are you tonight for Florida and Utah let's, in their season opener?
0: Let's not go. I'm pretty <laughs> excited. I thought you were going to go with Florida Atlantic University.
2: No, that's Saturday. That's no. Saturday. Tonight is Florida and it's Utah. It's the debut of Graham Mertz. Former mid Big Ten quarterback at Wisconsin and now he's made his way to the SEC and he's taken over the starting quarterback job for your Florida Gators taking on Utah. What is the uh what's the the point total? Wasn't it something fairly low? It was fairly low. It opened up at six
3: and a half and it's crept its way down to four and a half money coming in on the Gators.
2: What about uh what about um total?
3: As far as the total goes, it's pretty low. It's 44 and a half.
2: (laughs) Is that the Graham Mertz effect? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and disrespect a a young man. All I'm saying is that (laughs) uh, what I saw of him at Wisconsin going to the SEC, I don't know if I feel great.
3: Yeah, it's definitely a mixture of the Graham Mertz effect parlayed with the fact that Cam Rising might not go tonight, Utah quarterback, but uh, I think it has more so to do with Graham Mertz in a spot like this.
0: No, I'm just thinking I'm going to Vegas. For about a week, mm-hmm. Stone. If I give you 50 bucks and I tell you, hey, what do I do with these 50 bucks? Can I go to Vegas and place it?
3: I mean, of course. Cool. Uh, not on a Utah Florida game. Then no, no, goes. no.
0: It's just you started throwing the numbers, and I have no idea what it means. But I will let you have my 50 dollars.
3: What's the Gators win total this year? I, I believe it's sitting at three and a half. Some what? some books have it posted at four flat, but. Uh, mm-hmm. They're doing my boy Napier dirty out in Vegas. Very dirty. Not a, not a fun schedule to partake in, especially Jesus with a, uh, a quarterback that you haven't played with and uh, a whole new roster. But uh,
0: And you wanted me to be excited about the Gators tonight? I'll watch it.
2: I'll, it's big boy football. It is Florida big boy and Utah football. last year was fun. That was the game where Anthony Richardson did something. So who I knows? Guess, yeah. Who knows yeah. what magic is going to happen tonight in Salt Lake City? But speaking of Gators, this is a story that made me feel... Mm. Something And this is why I want, to, uh, I, I want to pass it along. And it might strike a chord with some of you out there, especially those of you in, like, oh, I don't know, Loxahatchee. Oh, okay. USA Today. The headline, it was surreal. Mississippi alligator hunters bag 14-foot state record monster. When a Mississippi alligator hunter set out on the opening day of the season last Friday, he had no idea he'd meet up with the largest alligator ever officially recorded in the state. He also didn't know it would take him and three other men in his party seven hours to land him. Quote, we got on the water right at dark, said Donald Woods of Oxford, Mississippi. We were seeing a lot of alligators. It was a calm night. We saw a lot of 8-footers, 10-footers, but that's not what we were after. Woods, the tag holder, was hunting on the Yazoo River with Joey Clark of Jackson, Will Thomas of Madison, and Tanner White of Florida. He said said they've harvested plenty of big gators in the past, so they weren't going to settle for something smaller the first night quote we've been hunting these things a long time wood said we've killed a lot of 12 footers however it wasn't long before they saw one that caught their attention quote we knew he was wide Wood said his back was humongous it was like we were following a John boat what's a John boat uh
3: it's a, it's a dinghy
0: mm-hmm. okay it's a small boat it just um, got a
3: trolling motor on it. I yeah. oh, got it. I don't even know
2: what that is. At 9 p.m., Woods got a hook on the alligator, and the next seven hours resulted in broken lines, broken tackle, and a broken state record. We held on to him a while until 10 or so. He broke my rod at that point, Woods said. We hooked him eight or nine times, and he kept breaking it off. He would go down, sit, and then take off. He kept going under logs. We knew what he was doing. The crazy thing is he stayed in that same spot. At that point, the hunters were getting an idea of how large the alligator was. There was no moving him. We couldn't do anything with him. He dictated everything we did. It was exhausting, but your adrenaline is going so you don't notice. It was more mentally exhausting than anything because he kept getting off. Pause. After fighting through the night and well <laughs> into the next morning, Wood said the alligator finally started tiring, and it couldn't have happened at a better time. Wood said almost all of their rods and reels were unusable. We were down to pretty much down to those two rods and reels at that point. Wood said at 3:30 a.m. they were able to get the alligator to the boat, secure it, and dispatch it. They had him in the boat at 4 a.m. Again, they were getting a better understanding of its size, but not fully. We knew we had a big gator. We were just amazed at how wide his back was and how big the head was. It was surreal to tell you the truth. Once on land, they measured the alligator in the 14-foot range. It officially came in at 14 feet 3 inches and weighed 802 pounds. The biggest alligator in Mississippi history. Here's my problem with this. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not getting choked up. That was just me, the after effect. No, of the beautiful. Uh, the, uh, the, I think
0: the delivery was astounding. The Always had voice. Had, yeah, it yeah, almost had me in tears. I mean, it had me
2: visualizing where I was
3: yeah. on that jumbo. Dazzling sure.
0: details
2: we probably should have had a banjo. I should have uh, pre-planned that. Uh, I've got range, so so here is my problem. Okay, you have a fourteen-foot gator, eight hundred pounds. Chances are that gator is pretty old, right? He's been around for a little bit. They don't just they don't just hatch as eight hundred-pound monsters. Yeah, that thing's a prodigy. This dude has been uh, who knows how long, just mining his own business in the Yazoo River, right? Mining his own business as a big old fourteen-foot, eight hundred-pound gator, and then these yokels come rolling around and fight this thing for seven hours, grabbing it, poking it, hooking it, and it's just like, I want to be, I just want to be a gator and float along the Yazoo River, and these guys for seven hours track this thing down. We're always doing his mind and his own business. I don't like that. That rubs me the wrong way. Like, go get an eight-foot gator, someone who hasn't hasn't put his lifetime in. Let this guy, you should have let this guy just spend the rest of his days floating in the Yazoo River. I hate this, actually.
0: I do too, because like I'm assuming they killed it. Oh yeah, no,
3: they they they, they killed is it. Is that
0: was dispatch mean? You're
3: gonna shoot it in between the eyes.
0: That's so sad. The dude was literally minding his own dang business. What right. what they do? Did they turn it into meat or something? Or is it just like a little trophy that they're gonna put on their wall? Hanging, both, as Stone said yesterday.
2: Yeah, it's both. That's you can still, get the meat and then you can stuff it.
0: That's still that's like the dude's 14 feet though. Listen, Who knows? I've listen. seen more life than those guys have.
3: I have to uh I have to stand on the other side here I can't I can't we I don't know how to had a word this And year. for
0: what? Did they get money?
3: Yeah, of course you get money. You get yeah. a lot of money. I'm going to stand. I'm not going to let us go down in lame flames, as I'll call. It. This is flames. manly
2: stuff right
3: here. This is what you do you it for. You can tell
2: lame flames got into his head, and he was like, oh, God, I've got a banger.
3: <laughs> Opposite. I said, oh, God, this is what i got to run with. <laughs> oh, no.
2: I'm not going to go down in lame flames. I
3: hate this. I hate this from you guys. This is awesome stuff. This is what you, you, you set out your entire life for if you live near the Wazoo-Yazoo River. This is the this is the oh my the Taj Mahal that you stumbled up upon the Big Daddy as they call it. You know how much how many people that tail can feed on a fourteen foot eight hundred pound gator. No, I, I no. wish I was invited to the cookout. This is kick ass stuff. Wrestling, getting after it for hours, hours. It's the same thing as as as, as fishing for for sailfish and marlin, like something you got to fight, something far out, something that's rare. This is phenomenal stuff here. Give it up for a. Uh, Jim Bob and and Jim Bob Cooter and the boys.
0: I, and (laughs) the the most annoying part, I feel really bad for are their friends and family because now this alligator and them killing it, oh, it's yeah. their whole personality For trait. sure. They're it famous. Ah, oh, guys, did you guys see my uh-huh. 14-foot alligator yeah. on the wall? They're
2: famous yeah. in town as they should be. Yeah. They're, they're not going to pay for uh, another uh, another plate of grits ever again. Oh, this thing's a dinosaur. They're going
0: to go to a restaurant and be like, they're going to see alligator, like fried alligator bites on the menu like, oh man, it's not going to be oh, as yeah. good as I when I caught that alligator 14 feet. Uh, is, and it's not going to be as fresh as when I got my millions of dollars at the Wahoo River.
2: Is it cool that these Mississippi rednecks uh, killed an 800-pound gator? 14 like, let, foot. Let that dude Let that dude live out his days, man. Is that cool? Is that cool what these guys did to that 14-foot, 800-pound gator? They tracked it. They fought it for seven hours. Woo! And now they're gonna brag about it, and uh, I it rubs me the wrong way. It and rubs me the wrong way.
0: Thinking <laughs> of like money, like from a money perspective, did they win enough to get all their rods and all the like everything that they? Oh, used I'm, sure. To catch it? I'm
3: they, sure. They would have broken a hundred more rods if they had the opportunity. to I'd catch be willing this dinosaur. to bet they're
2: gonna get some sort of local endorsement. Yeah, to be quite there's honest, there's no doubt. Is it cool? that these yokels from Mississippi hunted a guy like he's been there done that he's living his life this 800 pound gator 8887603776, 8887603776. what if it was the gator's mascot what if it was Albert uh, he's like why why is it so foamy
0: <laughs> well where's our mascot they're trying to look for <laughs> right. him today oh, oh
2: no uh, well we got to go to Salt Lake City <laughs> uh can we get to a break we got the best guest ever on his right. way When we come back, we're scheduled to push some propaganda. Push some propaganda with Tom Herman talking FAU football and more. Maybe Gators. You never know. She's Jeanette Javier, the Minute Queen. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Got to give a shout-out to our boy,
2: Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ENT extraordinaire based out of Boynton, been doing it for decades, just improving lifestyles, ear issues, nose problems, throat concerns, snoring. He can handle it all. He can help you and your family. I, I, again, I come from a family of snorers. And let me tell you, it affects everybody, not just the person snoring. Uh, That's a health issue. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he has a solution. GoldhaberSinus.com. GoldhaberSinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. That's GoldhaberSinus.com. Our guy, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. GoldhaberSinus.com. Get your consultation set up today. Saturday night, 6 o'clock, FAU Stadium on Howard Schnellenberger Field. Florida Atlantic opens the 2023 season against Monmouth and making his return to the sideline in a head coaching capacity is FAU's first-year head man. He returns to the show and he is just 48 hours, a little over 48 hours away from stepping onto the field there in Boca. It is time to push some owl propaganda with Tom Herman here on Ken Levick Live, the Haggerty family head coach with us here on ESPN 106.3. Coach, as always, thank you uh, for, for spending some time with us. Have you, uh, have you yet thought about what you're going to feel like or what some of the things uh, are going to be going through your head as you walk back into the sideline? You didn't know after you left Texas, if this was going to happen again, and now here it is, have you have you compartmentalized or tried to yet what that's going to feel like Saturday night?
5: You know, uh, it's it's great to hear your voice again, Ken. I appreciate you having me on. Um, you no, know, I I've been asked that question a lot, and and for some reason, I I even asked my wife Michelle on our way back. We were driving uh, from the deal we had at Duffy's, and I, I said, "Babe, I get asked that question a lot," and I. I it doesn't feel any different to me. It, it it just feels like, like riding the bike. Like it, and I, I really do. I really did enjoy the, those two years. I had one with the bears and one, you know, living at home and being with the family, but doing some TV. But um, it, it literally feels like just last year I, I was on the sideline. Maybe, you know, as, as they say, the, the days go by slow, but the, the years go by fast. Maybe, maybe that's got something to do with it.
2: Uh, I wanted to ask you about your quarterback Casey Thompson, who has uh, ha- has won the job. We're going to see him and uh, someone that, that you knew very very well uh, at Texas. He was previously in Nebraska, and he's won your quarterback job. Why why did Casey Thompson catch your eye like he did? Why is he starting Saturday night?
5: Well, I, I think one, you know, experience is is very hard to duplicate, replicate, or or um, make up for. And, and Casey started 10 games for two very high level power five programs or two games, two seasons, 10 games apiece. piece in, in each of those seasons, uh, you know, we recruited him, you know, so I knew what he was like and I knew how he was raised. And so he checked all the boxes for, for what we were looking for in terms of when he was coming out, transferring uh, you know, a lot of people forget Casey, um, you know, he's still coming off of a, a very significant surgery to his throwing shoulder. So, um, you know, the, the, the fact that he's even ready and, and healthy to, to play in week one is a testament to him and his rehab. But, um, we just felt like throughout the competition and fall camp that he was the, the one guy in the room, A, he, he saw the game, you know, like a guy who's played as much as, as he have has should. Um, but, he made some plays with his his arm and his feet during during training camp that probably he's the only guy in that room that could make.
2: Uh Tom Herman, FAU head football coach with us here on ESPN six oh six three. He'll join us every single Thursday here on ESPN West Palm. It'll be FAU Monmouth, six o'clock, FAU Stadium for tickets. 866 uh, fau Walls, 866 fau and FAUtickets.com. Now, here's an important question. Uh, when, we, when we talked to you the first couple of times after you took the job, Coach, and you were getting into spring ball, you were like, my God, is it hot down here? I mean, this is ridiculous. And it was March. <laughs> it was March at that point. And so fast forward, uh, we go through the, the hottest summer in recorded history here in South Florida. Have you properly acclimated once now that you're through fall camp?
5: Well, No. I, I don't, I, I don't know that anybody ever properly acclimates our first two weeks, can of training camp. We did not have a heat index temperature of under 107 degrees for two weeks straight. Jesus. So, um, it, it, you know, it, and, and I've lived in Houston two different times that that's a very, very humid city right there in the Gulf. Um, you know, with heat indexes of, you know, eight to, to 10 degrees warmer due to the humidity, but. I mean, we're talking 15 to 20 degrees warmer here in, in Boca. And, I, it, yeah, it's, it's something I've never, never experienced. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, I can also hop on my Wave Runner and be in the Bahamas in uh, three hours, too. So, uh, you know, we, we, we definitely live in the Caribbean, which is, is uh, awesome in the months of October through, you know, April. But, you know, August and September aren't, aren't real fun months.
2: I do love that silver lining though. How uh just how Boca and South Florida e are you? Now, coach Herman, are you are you fully uh now engulfed in the lifestyle?
5: Well, I I yeah, I, I don't know about it. I'm not playing pickleball or shuffleboard or <laughs> anything like that. So, uh, <laughs> but uh no, we we uh the house we bought actually and and just moved into last week. Um it, on a canal and and we bought a wave runner, so uh, we figured if, if we're going to live in Boca, we, we might as well do it right. And uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get to enjoy the house or the, the watercraft very much this fall, but uh, hopefully in the off season we'll, we'll be uh, celebrating a, a great season, the, the previous one, and uh Get ready to go back to work for 2024.
2: I'm into that. A couple more here for FAU head coach Haggerty Family head coach Tom Herman here on ESPN 1063. FAU Monmouth, 6 o'clock Saturday, 866 FAULs, FAUtickets.com. Get your tickets, and then next Saturday, Ohio comes in a little revenge game for Florida Atlantic next weekend uh, in Boca Raton. Uh, Stone the uh, First of all, let me just give you the roster here: Jeanette Javier, FAU grad. She's very excited about you being in Boca Raton. Uh, and Stone the Banowicz. Uh, he's the former Southern Illinois playoff-winning uh, quarterback. He contractually obligated me to say that. So um, he's turning he's turning 25 today, Coach. Uh, do you have any advice? You as a leader of young men any advice for a man just turning 25 years old
5: oh man not that's fit for the air probably Um, (laughs) uh,
3: i have a dumb button
5: uh uh, uh, and and none that would get me uh right we'd we'd like you we'd we'd like you to stay employed i I would say probably you know just find something you love I, i i stumbled into this profession because you know i thought broadcasting was was going to keep me close enough to the locker room and for whatever reason it wasn't close enough for me and um you know i i always tried to you know uh live by the words that i believe confucius said it where you know you find a profession you love and you'll never work a day in your life and uh i found that profession for me and i feel like i don't go to work I, i get to come home every day basically um, and you know, I would, I would tell anybody that's young to, to take a chance while you're young and, and go, uh, try to be what, what makes you happy and, and try to make a career out of it.
2: I think college football fans coach, especially with you coming back to this conference, the American, they look at the job you did at Houston where you lost four games the entire time you were there, January 1st Bulls, the entire thing. And they say, oh man, this is, this is going to be big time. Uh, you're obviously hoping to do the best you can to duplicate that this FAU program and what you have right now in year one. How optimistic are you that this is this is a a program where hey we can pick this up? I've got pieces and I can win with these guys right away. Or is this going to be a little bit of a process?
5: No, I I, I don't I don't think uh, I don't think it would be. Smart or or really truthful, to be honest with you. If if we shied away from, um, you know, saying that that our expectation long term, obviously, you know, we want to go one and zero each week. And you know, the fact that you talked, you you said to the the audience that we play Ohio week two. Like I, I didn't even remember who we were playing week two, to be <laughs> honest with you. But um, so I I think though when you talk long term, I I don't think we're ever going to shy away from wanting to compete for championships in, in the months of November and December. Or are we going to win them every year? Uh, that's the plan. But, you know, uh, the odds are we, we won't, but um, you know, I, I don't think that's far fetched by, by any stretch, um, even headed into a new conference. I think, you know, let's call it what it is. And I think me more than anybody's qualified to say, you know, that the three big boys are leaving uh, in, in Houston, central Florida and Cincinnati, and, you know, us six from Conference USA are coming in, so I know those four games we're, we're going to um, at least have uh, equal to, to better talent, and then, you know, we'll see when we go up against, you know, some of the, the teams that, that are veteran American teams, but I, I feel like we've got the talent that, um, you know, I, I've told our team before, and I'll tell them, I'll remind them again as we head, take the field, like, our best is good enough. Our be- We don't need the opponent to screw up, we don't need, you know, I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in breaks. I don't believe in fate, you know. Um, I believe that if we play our best, we're, we're capable of beating anybody in the country, and uh, I, I hope our kids feel the same.
2: Coach, appreciate you. Looking forward to working with you not only here at ESPN 106.3, but on the FAU radio network as well. We'll talk to you next Thursday, and I'll talk to you sooner than that, okay?
5: All right, Ken. We'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, that is FAU head coach Tom Herman. That's Jeanette, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.